the KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See Fairgreen.ie. Somebody else who I'm sure would have been um, up early this morning, busy as always, manager of Gorham Park Racetrack, Eddie Scally, because the Melbourne Cup is the race that stops maybe not just a nation, maybe the world. Plenty of hopes around the corner, into the straight of the Lexus Melbourne Cup, and here's Vauban on the outside of future history, and Val and Declare between them. Absurd is also chiming in, 400 metres to go. It's absurd moving up on the outside for Zach Burden, a length in front, but without a fight, is running on right down the centre of the track. Without a fight, up to Absurd, Val and Declare, and Shiraz the Volta. It's without a fight, 100 metres to go. Sky News Australia commentary there of the closing stage is as without a fight won the 4.85 million euro race. Such a big race that Australians get a public holiday to celebrate it. And Eddie Scally didn't get a public holiday, but I'm sure he was up watching it. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Yeah, good. Disappointed this morning? I was, to be honest, Brian. Um, I got up at quarter to four, set the alarm, so I'd see the build-up to it. Um, and... You know, watch the prelims for it and, and, and Willie's two horses and Joseph O'Brien's horse as well. The three of them all look great and, you know, really, really was excited because I had expected Vauban uh, to win. I was glad you didn't bring me on yesterday to ask me who was going to win because I'd have some apologising to do this morning. <laughs> but um, it was just, you know, it was. And, you know, I know you shouldn't get too excited about a Melbourne Cup because it's so hard to win it. But I just thought Vauban this year had everything going for him and then absurd as kind of the say the second string on it was nearly equally as good. I'd nearly expected them to finish in a 1-2 and kind of watching the race then unfold itself. It wasn't a disappointing race. It was a great race. It was a really exciting race to see it. But obviously I had my Willie Mullins flag flying high in the house and, and Joseph O'Brien was my second call. And unfortunately, neither of them ran into the money. So it's a, it's a tough day for the Irish this morning. And Vaban, not just missing out slightly, it was quite a way off, I think, finishing 14th in the end. Yeah, Willie said afterwards in his interview that, you know, he, he just wasn't happy with how quick the light went out in Vauban. Like, I'm, unfortunately, with horses, they're, they're brilliant athletes and all that, but you obviously can't tell us if there's anything wrong. And it would have been, you would have expected Vauban to keep going. Now, what Willie was looking at is early in the race, Vauban might have lost his race. He might have went a little bit too hard too early. So when the, the pressure came on later in the race, it was the horses coming from the back that won the races, it was the horses that finished out the race. So maybe that's the thing. But they'll be checked over today and just make sure that everything was right. But but Vauban did go out like a light uh, in the race. It ended up finishing 14th or 15th from, like with 400 metres to go, Vauban hit the front line. So, um, ah, look, it's, it, it is really disappointing. Like, but I suppose history is there for a reason. There's only ever been four Irish winners of of the Melbourne Cup and it's been running a long, long time and we've only had four winners and we had two in recent times and then two going back 30 years. So, um, there's a big gap between the drinks but the Australians don't make it easy for the Irish to get mm. winners there I can tell you that and I mean everything as you said seemed to be in place you know the horse itself favourite Willie obviously sourced one of the best jockeys in the world um, was it possibly the fact that you know the heat in Melbourne at this time of year 30 degrees it's difficult I would imagine for a horse to acclimatise how long before the race would they have begun that acclimatisation uh, process yeah, like this is this is a massive undertaking. I think people don't appreciate how much how much it costs to have a runner in the Melbourne Cup. But Willie's team would have been in place probably for the last five weeks in Australia. So you'd have David Casey out there 
and the two lads that look after Vauban and uh, and absurd. So they would have been there probably four to five weeks to make sure everything is right. There's a real strict quarantine rule as well in Australia. So it's it's not like in the in the States where you can come over on the morning of the race or the day before and, and do all that. They're there for a couple of weeks in quarantine, the traveling over. Like it's a massive ordeal for everybody involved. And it's 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 something that shouldn't be taken granted for granted. It's 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 a massive project. Um, the point that you're making about the the, the 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 heat that could have been a factor. I mean, Vauban is a French bred horse, so you'd imagine it'd be well used to warm temperatures because it's in its breeding. But you know, it, it's not just the heat there. If you were up this morning, Brian, it's actually frightening when you see the amount of people at this race meeting in Flemington. The horses come out of a parade ring and they're galloped up in front of the whole stands, and I can only imagine it's like the parade in Crow Park and an All Ireland final mm. for a horse. So I, I think all them factors added together could be the reason for it, but it doesn't take away from from Vauban or Europe's or the two of them are absolute machines, and I'm sure we'll see them um, winning big races again in no time at all, probably over a hurdle. But um, just I just I'm just really disappointed for Willie because I know how much I know how much he really wants to win this race. He's done it all, but he's a really ambitious guy, and and that was one race he really thought this year was going to be his year. But and of course both Willie's horses. Sure, both Willie's horses finishing just outside the prize money. I mean, it would be in a financial um, uh, loss, obviously, as well to Willie in the stable. Um, do you think it's something that he'll go at again? Will he go at it again next year? Will he maybe sit back and think and, and, and plan for maybe a couple of years down the line? I think what will determine that is if he has the horse. If he feels he has a horse to win a Melbourne Cup, he'll go again. And he's got owners that are there that are willing to take that gamble as well because obviously the owners are putting up a lot of the, the money for transportation and things like that. So I think if he has the horse, he'll go. He could not. It's a $5 million race. Like, I mean, um, you know, me and you'll never have to worry about it. <laughs> but if, if, if you did have the horse that you felt could do it, like Willie's been placed in it with Max Dynamite, he knows what it takes to win it. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure he'll be gutted today because I know he how much he thought of Vauvan and I know in the last couple of days how much he was feeling absurd was coming along. But will he be back? Oh, 100% he will. And I'm sure that'll be one of the things he'll take off the list before he retires. And the costs of, of you know, sending a team out there, transporting the horses, doing everything that needs to do, it must be in the hundreds of thousands of euros, I would have thought, Eddie. Well, it is, um, Brian, but at least they got to have their run. Absurd got to run. Um, Oshita, Joseph's horse got to run. And Willie's horse got to, the other, Vauban, got to run. At the weekend, the Breeders' Cup was on in America, which is the, the Olympics of horse racing for the flat. And, and Jessica Harrington brought a horse out there, uh, Bring the Beat Boys. I was told it cost north 40000 to get the horse out there to run the Breeders' Cup for it to be scratched by a vet an hour and a half before the race because the vet felt in his or her opinion that the horse was a little bit off on its on, on one of its legs, whereas Jessica Harrington, who'd be an absolute genius with a horse, felt the horse was perfect. She wouldn't be running a horse if she didn't think it was fine. Mm. But she gets scratched, doesn't get the race, and forty thousand euros down the drain. Yeah, it's a difficult. It's, it's not an easy game to be involved in. That is for sure. So disappointment for Irish race fans this year. Disappointment for Willie Mully. But I mean, a lot to look forward to because you've got a busy weekend yourself racing at Goran Park on Saturday. Yeah, can't wait. It's uh, the Kilkenny Senior Hurlers Day, so it's our kind of end of season party. It's their end of season party. The lads are just arriving back in from America today. So we'll have all the, the senior hurlers out with us, full seven race card. Uh, the weather forecast is looking great as well. So, you know, thankfully, after 
monsoons of rain for the last two months. It's looking up. It's a lovely day today, and we're told Saturday is going to be a cracker of a day. So really can't wait. Uh, to be honest, we've, it's been a few. It feels like a, a couple of months since we last raced. It's only yeah. five weeks, but um, this this will be a cracking day, and I really look, look forward to welcoming everybody back out to Corn Park. And complimentary shuttle bus services, as almost is always the case from Kilkenny City out to the racetrack itself. Um, what's the going looking like? I mean, you mentioned that the weather forecast is going to be pretty good for the weekend, but we've had some amount of rainfall over the last three or four weeks. We have. Um, my track foreman this morning told me I can put the going in a soft, heavy in places, which is uh, really good uh, for, for us. We're delighted that it's not heavy, closer to waterlogged. So I'd imagine this weekend the ground will be soft, which is what you want for national hunt racing at this time of the year. It'll be perfect ground. You don't want it any better than that. You don't want it anywhere soft. Yielded the soft fenton around there will be lovely. If the weather stays like that, that's what we'll have at the weekend. It'll be perfect jumping ground. And, 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 and everybody was delighted with that. And then the biggest thing for us is, as you said about the buses coming out, it's going to be a lovely day visually when you look out the window, there'll be a sun in the sky and everything else, but it's actually quite Baltic as well. So I'd be wrapped up too. I'd wear a coat and a scarf because we're looking at seven, eight degrees, but with a lovely sun, sunny look to it, but not a t-shirt day, I can tell you. Well, I always think, Eddie, this time of year is the perfect racing weather. You got all those big, long, heavy coats, the hats and everything else in place. Everybody wrapped up warm and enjoying the fabulous days racing at Gorham Park this Saturday. Eddie Scally, manager of Gorham Park Racetrack. Um, thanks for joining us this morning to look back at this morning's Melbourne Cup. Disappointment for Willie Mullins this time, but as Eddie said, I'm sure he'll be back. The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker with thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Carlo with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie